Wildly Worthy acknowledges the traditional owners of country. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Hey, I'm Ella. And I'm Elle. And we want to welcome you to Wildly Worthy. The podcast that brings you inspiring conversations, insight and tell all stories about overcoming obstacles, owning your worth and living life on your terms. From healing to personal growth, relationships and self-discovery, we have got you covered. So whether you're looking for motivation, guidance or just a good old laugh, tune in to Wildly Worthy and be wildly you. Hello, beautiful humans. We are back for another episode. And this week, we're going to be diving into all things the power of vulnerability. And this is something that we both love speaking into. It's such an important part of the the healing, the growth, the transformation journey. And we're excited to unpack this a little bit more today and just to dive into this space. And we hope that it's educational. We hope that it inspires you. And we hope that this provides you with whatever you need with this conversation. But first of all, what has inspired you or been a high or a low light for you recently, Elle? Uh, highlight my flight to, to New Zealand I booked. Hey, <laughs> bring on Christmas. And um, yeah, so many other things. There's just been... Um, yeah, just free flow, really. Mm-hmm. Um, just taking that, find my words. Come on, Elle, you're not on holidays anymore. Um, but yeah, it's just been really nice just to kind of um, slip into second gear and, and chill. And I've been surrounded by incredible people and meeting lots of new people as well, which has been fun. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. I think um, my thing that's inspired me recently, and it kind of ties into this conversation as well, is just seeing just love present and support present online. I've kind of been trying to take a bit of time offline a little bit recently because it it can get a bit heavy, especially with everything that's been going on. But I've also really loved seeing the, just the love and the support and the the people that are are showing up online from that really heart-centered space and are really, you know, sending out beautiful messages and really supporting people and, you know, rallying behind people they don't even know or don't have anything to do with. But I think when humanity goes through a crisis and we can all show up for each other and and come from that really genuine loving space, it, it always inspires me. It really does. So yeah, I've been really inspired by lots of the things that I've seen recently and obviously been discerning in what I've been giving myself access to but yeah that's definitely something that's inspired me. Mm, Well I know firsthand from my hometown experiencing the fires in 2019 is that um, crisis creates community Mm. and I think you really see that when um, things are are happening in the the world that that's what what tends to happen. Before we start to unpack vulnerability I want to speak into because the previous episode was around resilience and a lot of the times in that podcast you would have heard me saying we're either in resilience or we're in vulnerable vulnerability I'm speaking about the landscape of our mind at any given time yeah so if we're in a state of vulnerability things are more likely to affect us however today we're speaking about vulnerability and this is why I love and hate the English um, vocabulary is because we're speaking about being vulnerable in a way of going and doing the brave and daring thing, yeah? Being willing to be vulnerable to the unknown. And that's what can happen when 
we are exposed to something that we've never been exposed to before. And if we're like not in that good place within ourselves, it's going to be a lot harder. So we want to speak about vulnerability from being in a state of feeling quite resilient and then going and being vulnerable. Yeah, because it's vulnerability and and resilience go hand in hand, but they also are two sides of a coin. Yeah, that's, mm. a, that's a very good job, Elle. Can someone tweet me that? <laughs> um, but this is the beautiful thing. Do you know Twitter's not actually a thing anymore? I only found that out this morning. Really? Twitter is not called Twitter anymore. Mm. Can't get the app. Yeah, it's called X. Actually, I had heard something about that. Yeah. yeah. So for for us, don't Twitter me yet. Maybe thread it. Is it thread now? <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing these days, kids? Quote us somehow. <laughs> I forgot what I said anyway. But it was a fleeting moment. Was it even me, right? Holy Spirit, activate. But for us in vulnerability, we want to talk about being vulnerable, go and do the brave thing, like Brene Brown says, yeah, like when we step into vulnerability, it's vulnerability is what connects us. When somebody shares something with you and they're vulnerable around like what they're going through or how they're feeling or how that made them feel, it actually connects us. So I just kind of wanted to clear that up. I hope that I was able to, mm-hmm. right, that vulnerability and resilience are two sides of the coin, but they do go hand in hand. Um, but, yeah, today we want to speak on vulnerability. Mm. And vulnerability really is visibility, It's this willingness to allow our unpolished parts to be exposed. It's allowing ourselves to show up as as not perfect or maybe a little bit messy, our flaws, our insecurities. It's allowing what's really true for us to come up because sometimes we will put on this smiley face and this facade and we'll have this polished version of ourself that will show society that isn't really our true self because we'll be afraid that you know if I show my vulnerabilities if I allow my true self to come out will I be judged will I be criticized maybe I won't be loved I won't be accepted for who I am so you know we've obviously got to feel safe to some degree to allow that vulnerability to come out but vulnerability really does make us visible to other people because we do really connect in that space especially when you've been through something similar to some else um, all you need to do is jump on Facebook and see someone that's posting about something and you know anybody that's gone through a similar experience is on there me too I've gone through that like here's some things blah 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 so it mm. is a beautiful way of us connecting with other people yeah and it does it, it influences greater authenticity right and for us we do live in a world where In this world, we do show up on social media and we are, like, there's a lot of people that are incredibly vulnerable and do share things and, you know, are seeking support and, you know, they they do. You know, there's a lot of influencers out there that have incredible influence and then you meet them in real life and you're like, hang on, there's a discord here, Mm. yeah? So when it comes down to it, that, that piece around authenticity within yourself that piece around being vulnerable in the right spaces will encourage interactions and relationships because yeah there's just that that very fine line I think that comes into it as to you know I don't think that we need to be vulnerable in like sharing and airing our dirty laundry online or um you know 
telling people our deepest, darkest secrets when we're not in safe environments. And I just really wanted to call that out as to, like, you may go into spaces and be vulnerable with people, but they're not your people. It's not about trauma bonding. And also, like, sharing... You know, I think if we're sharing big, vulnerable things online, like, what's the intention as well? Yeah. Like, where's it coming from? Is it coming from a disempowered space? Is it coming from seeking, you know, validation from other people or needing to be seen? Or, like, you know, yes, we get to experience those things, but if it's not coming from an empowered, hey, I've moved through something, I've learned some really val- valuable things through this experience and I'd love to teach you or I'd love to share them, that's obviously a very different energy that we're sharing from as well versus I'm in the trenches, I need help. And we can have more of those conversations in private spaces, um, but, you know, Vulnerability is a way that we we connect with other people. So you know, there's just you know, self reflection. And you can connect in healthy ways and unhealthy ways, yeah. which is like the trauma bonding that you said, which we actually had never experienced trauma bonding, um, like in our environments, the the spaces that we facilitate, we had we'd never really experienced no. it until there was a collaboration and a. Um, kind of like a, I don't even know what you'd call it, but where we experienced it. And I remember you and I having a conversation, being like. Is that what that is? Yeah, I remember, I don't know, I think we connected eyes or maybe that I created that memory in my head. But, like, I feel like, yeah, we both had these moments during it that were like, what's going going on? (laughs) And that's when it, when you recognise and realise, like, oh, okay, these spaces of, like, where I'm being vulnerable and who I'm being vulnerable with is so important because... Like, how would you define trauma bonding? Because, like, it's not even something that, like, I've ever really, like, done or looked into. Like, shadow work. I think... I have no interest in accepting parts of me that aren't parts of me, that are parts of me, that shouldn't be parts of me, that somehow have ended up parts of me because of the shadows of the darkness of the... Like, what? See, I just I identify things like that. It's like it's not your tr- it's not your it's your not uh, self. What, like it's what? not, and it's not even really yours yeah. anyway. So why do you need to connect yeah. with it? But I guess, I guess if I was to summarize what I would think trauma bonding is, it would be like getting into the well with someone else because you've been in the well. Yeah, you've you've been in the well, and you're you're either still in the well, and you're pulling someone back into it with you, or you're both sitting in there, and you're both just sharing stories, and, but then just staying in there and mm. not thinking about, hey, should we get out of the well? Should we look beyond the well? Like, should we think about some really beautiful things for the future? Like, it it's it almost enabling each other mm. um, and bonding over so something. Like, yuck! Who wants to have like I just see it as having like a spa bath with poo. <laughs> That's like the visual that I get given. It's a great visual. Like, it feels like it should feel nice because you're in a spa bath, mm. but it doesn't. And then you come out like. You don't even know whose poo's on you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know. Great analogy. <laughs> Tweet me. X me. <laughs> thread me. You you don't know whose poo is, is who. Yeah. That's <laughs> very educational today. But, but seriously, though, because it's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's, and that's where, like, I love the Me Too movement of I don't know what year that, that was in. Loved it. But also, like... Well, me too. Me too. Like, and then it just brings up more trauma. Mm. And then you're reprocessing it. And a lot of the times we're in this state of vulnerability because, you know, maybe we're 
maybe we're not at our home. Maybe we're visiting family and we're having conversation with our cousin about our grandparents. Maybe we're um, sitting in a cafe. Maybe we've gone to a retreat and we've met people that we don't know, but here we are like connecting with them. Maybe we've gone to, I don't know, like wherever it is that people, where do people go? I only go to church and home and to the beach. <laughs> I don't really go many places, but I'm varsity right now thinking, oh, this is a bit, bit out of my my postal space. No, just kidding. Just kidding. I'm a world traveler. I've been to 27 countries. You guys may not know that. And I did that in very much in a state. I was very vulnerable. I was very impressionable. And a lot of like ungreat things happen. Mm. Had have I traveled in a state of resiliency, like, man, it would have been a much healthier traveling mm. experience because yeah when we're in that vulnerable space we, we can take on board other people's stuff mm. that's not even ours mm. and before we know it we're carrying around other people's traumas other people's experiences because we're in a vulnerable space where we can like receive those to it yeah. yeah and we put ourselves like if I'm in a good place and someone's like hey I've ran you a bubble bath <laughs> I'm going to be like, no thanks. Like I can see that poo from a mile away. <laughs> I'm not getting in there, right? But if I'm in like a, oh, my boyfriend just broke up with me or like that's, no, I shouldn't use that. That's a very traumatic thing to go through. But like oh, I stubbed my toe this morning. I haven't eaten a vegetable in three weeks. I haven't gone mm. out outside. I've been watching Netflix. Like if you're not in a good place and someone offers you a bubble bath, you're, you're going to take it, mm. yeah, and that's where it's going, okay, I need to increase my resilience. So therefore I'm less likely to go and sit in a bath filled with poo with somebody and take on all of their CRAP. Mm. And not putting yourself into other spaces where you know you're going to be in more vulnerability if you're already sitting in that. Like yeah. if you're already sitting in a lot of vulnerability and you're not feeling resourceful or resilient, not going in then putting yourself into spaces where that's going to take you even oh, further There's a lot of unhealthy it. practitioners um, out there, y'all. Yeah, like I've experienced some very unsafe things on my healing journey and there's been a lot of things that we didn't want to bring into our business because we both experienced a lot of very unsafe things. Yeah. So, you know, when You should people- only be sharing your experiences, your traumas, your history, your pain, your past, when you feel safe to do so. Really want to make it clear that you Mm. should never feel like you have to go, you have to go into places that you're not ready to go into. It doesn't matter. You could have paid 20, 40, $100,000 for whatever it is that you've invested in. You should never feel pressured. Yeah. Because it's not safe. You are only safe to hand to go through and explore healing trauma on your own time frame. Yeah. And even at our retreats, you know, people come in and sometimes we don't even know mm-hmm. what they're, they're working on. We don't even know what they're navigating through because we don't want to intrude on their internal landscape if they're not w- willing to share. Like it's actually not our business. Yeah. Like although they're paying us to be there and they're paying for our support, we really want to respect what feels true for them and if they don't feel like they want to share then we're not going to pry because it's not our business I also love when someone whether it's like one-on-one or a retreat client or um really just even a friend like looks at me like I should know what they've like been through been through like one client in particular who comes to mind I remember like you know working with her 
and then catching up and going for coffee and she was looking at me and I was like, man, I'm so sorry. Like, are you able to share with me like the context of, of this? Because I don't remember what we worked through. Mm. Like I'm not sitting here as what I would call myself quite a healthy practitioner thinking about what you shared with me because you've moved through it. I don't need to hold on to it in order to, yeah, it's another concept of like this world that I don't really understand. Like you give me your stuff so then I'll shift it into something else. Like Mm. what? It's not ours. And I... I love in sessions sitting across from people and, you know, hearing about how broken they feel, how much they feel like they need fixing and they're, you know, all the suffering and whatnot. And I don't ever see them that way. I just yeah. see like love. I see I see a diamond covered in dirt. Yeah. And I just see like pure consciousness and I mm-hmm. see where they're going. I see, you know, what's possible for them in their life. And I don't get stuck in their story. I don't get stuck in their current experience because I know that it's a current experience. So I think when we can actually look through that lens with other people, like if you're someone that looks at people that are in things and you feel that suffering for them, firstly, go and listen to the Empathy vs. Compassion episode. But secondly, just see them as white light, as whole, as perfect, as complete, and just see that they're currently experiencing something and that's not their final destination. And it'll help you detach from theirs because it's not your stuff. Yeah. But let's flip it on its head because sometimes you just got to share the stuff Right, we've already said you've got to make sure that it's a safe place, got to make sure that you're ready, all of that, yeah, which is like where we get riled up because we see a lot of the backhanded stuff when it comes to, yeah, like the people being vulnerable in unsafe places. But if you're in a, a loving relationship but your partner is just doing your head in and won't take out the rubbish or isn't isn't picking up the slack with the the tasks around the home or you've got a friend that you know hugs you all the time and you just you just really don't want hugs like maybe there's just something that's so small and you know that this person loves you but you just think oh my goodness how how can I tell that you know my partner that I I need them to pick up the slack mm-hmm. a little bit more? That's where we've got to be vulnerable and kind of lean into that edge of like, okay, I'm going to be vulnerable and do the brave thing. Yeah, I'm going to like be courageous here and share with my partner like what it is that I'm needing. Or maybe you've experienced something where you carry a lot of shame and you're like, oh. I, this is from my past. It was like prior to this relationship, but you know, it's come up and Mm. I need to need, I I feel like out of the interest of my relationship, if this is going to continue moving forward and you know, there's a future here, like this person needs to know what, you know, action I took or, you know, like if you were in jail or you had, I don't know what some other examples, like if you had done something, you'd lost your license 16 times or like maybe, and that was like, it felt like a whole nother person. It it wasn't you. Maybe you had a drug addiction and the things that you've moved through, but you felt like your partner needed to know that's when we need to be vulnerable and, and kind of step up to have that courageous conversation. And I know that they were some pretty big examples. Like maybe you are struggling with addiction right now. And so a conversation may need to take place. Like we would just really want this podcast to encourage you if it's a safe environment to to be vulnerable Mm, because until you're vulnerable with yourself and honest with yourself 
you know, you're not going to be able to fully experience that with other people. And if you're not being vulnerable with other people, then other people aren't going to bring that forth with you as well. You're not going to be a safe space that people necessarily want to go to and to share the things that they're navigating through because you're pretending like everything's okay all of the time and, and putting on this smile and putting forth this polished version of yourself. And maybe they have this preconceived idea that everything's always fine for you. So then they don't disclose the big thing because they have this story that, that she wouldn't understand or he wouldn't understand. So being honest with yourself, being truthful with yourself, and then, you know, sharing in safe spaces with safe people, parts of you that, you know, you deem unlovable or parts of you that you're not wanting to share because that will allow you to connect with these people on such a deeper level. Mm. And knowing as well, like if you have gone through something like being vulnerable can be a really hard thing to do because, you know, the fears of being abandoned, the fears of being like betrayed and like being manipulated Mm. or like what you've shared in vulnerability, like being used against you. Like, yes, all of these things are are possible, but don't let that be an excuse for you not to share. Mm. Mm. Because it it does allow your relationships to have such emotional richness, meaningful relationships. You know, you're going to be experiencing life in such a more fulfilling way if you just allow yourself to be real, allow your authentic self to come out in the right spaces. But again, not having to feel like you need to force it out in spaces that don't feel good for you. You get to be discerning. You are sacred. Your energy is sacred. So choosing when and where you disclose these parts of yourself and knowing that we really want to be in that resilient space first before we explore more of that vulnerability. Mm. And so really encouraging you, like maybe there's something that's that's been happening that you're like, man, I, I just really need to step into that courage and vulnerability and, and share what is, is true for me. Maybe you have to take action on something that you don't want to take action on. And so like, okay, how can I be a bit vulnerable with myself and get, as Ella mentioned, like get really uh, clear, like with myself around what, what steps need to, need to happen. Maybe it's not going and talking to someone, you know, but maybe you need to be vulnerable and go and get some professional help. Mm. Yeah. And like, then when you do go and like, I remember being a teenager and being in counselors offices and, and I wasn't telling them the truth because I didn't feel safe. Yeah, I didn't feel like, felt like it would be used against me or, you know, I didn't feel like that person got me. So, like, shop around. Mm. I think what they say, it takes, like, seven psycho- psychologists until you find, like, your one. I can absolutely say that that feels true yeah. to me. Yeah. And you'll know, your body will know if you walk into a space and you start to unload things and, you know, you start to be vulnerable, but then your body starts to shut off and you don't feel safe. Um, I had a call last week with a complete stranger and she shared so much with me in the 60 minutes. And she said to me, like, I've never disclosed this much in a session because I've never felt safe to. So does that mean that she hasn't met other people that haven't been safe? No, but they may have not felt safe for her. It might not have been the right time. Mm. It might not have been the right environment. So knowing that there are lots of different elements that can make up the perfect environment for sharing and being held, but you are worthy and deserving of that. And when you can start to peel away these layers, you know, your authentic self is going to start to 
really come forth and you're going to start to really connect with the truth of who you really are and you're going to really have such deeper fulfilling relationships around you as well so just practicing practicing it you know practice vulnerability what would it look like for you to open up to people just a little bit you know to maybe say you had a bad day you don't need to go in and explain all of your traumas you might just say hey I'm having a hard day and that, that might be it but it's just building that muscle of vulnerability and just practicing sharing it with the right people and the next time you might share something a little bit more and then the time after that we might share something a little bit more but we're building that muscle we're building that capacity to share and we're just practicing doing it more and more and more Mm, because your relationships will deepen right your level of self-awareness will become uh, clearer as well you'll grow in confidence there's so many wonderful things that that vulnerability can do for you Mm. but if you struggle in this area, if you're wanting to know how you can create more confidence, more confidence, more vulnerability, how to be more vulnerable, how to accept vulnerability from others, I really want to call you up and like encourage you to come and join us at Reconnect Retreat next year. Because mm. I feel like emerge, yes, but reconnect. Yeah. And we are not going to make you get up in front of the room and share your biggest trauma. That's not how we do things. Everything we do is through a trauma-informed, safe container. Yeah, if you and not just trauma-informed, like you're oh trauma-informed, like on my link in bio it says it, like trauma-informed. Yeah, safe 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 everything that we do is so intentional and that's why we get such amazing results with people because we're gently pulling things apart and we you know adjust certain activities for certain people based on the experiences they've been through as well so even though you're coming in as a group every thing that you're experiencing is modified some ways to make sure that we're you know catering it to that individual person and their needs as well so it's a really beautiful space to just come in and practice being vulnerable practice sharing the things that have happened to you, you know, sharing the things without the shame and and the things that you've been attaching to it if you feel comfortable. And, you know, you can, you know, learn how to really practice that more and more and more and more so that you can go home and practice that in your actual environment. Mm. But thank you so much for being here on this podcast and like listening to this and maybe it's it's strung a little bit of a heartstring for you. And um, yeah, we we're here We'd love to learn more about your story. We'd love to for you to go back and listen to our stories. They're on here as well, mm. uh, individual recordings that we did. But, yeah, just thank you so much for taking the time out to tune into our podcast. Mm. And we, we'd love if you felt called to leave a review or maybe share one of your favourite podcasts with somebody. Mm, thank you so much. Sending you all the love and we look forward to hearing from you. Adios. Thanks for tuning in to Wildly Worthy. We're on a mission to help you live your best life. We hope that you found today's episode inspiring and valuable. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback helps us to reach more people and to continue to create content that is meaningful and impactful. And be sure to follow us on social media at The Enlightened Co. Please tag us as we love hearing from our listeners. Remember, you are wildly worthy of living a life that you want. Keep taking risks pursuing your passions and growing into the best version of yourself. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Wildly Worthy. And remember, be Be wildly wildly you. you.